Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You're really rocking out there. What's my cock out? Sorry. Yeah, HR violation. In the face. It is huge. It's it's a cumbersome cock. <laughs> uh, don't worry, everyone. I took my meds. Melissa saw me. Have they kicked in? Nope. Will they kick in? Yeah. She says with confidence. It will kick in. We have faith in medicine. 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 Welcome to another episode of But Am I Wrong? Starring two people, Megan and Melissa, who have not once ever been wrong. So why not make a podcast sharing that wisdom and wealth with the masses? And we did because we couldn't think of a reason why not to. Good job, Megan. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we've got three different segments on this show 
we will get into each of them before we hop into them and explain in depth what they are, what you can expect. But one of the best parts about the show is the audience participation. And you, you are the audience. You could be watching us on Patreon, it is up, or you could just be listening wherever you are listening. But then we ask that you head on over to our Instagram and you can vote on who you think was wrong in each of the situations in all of our segments on the Instagram story. So that is, you know, usually up. These episodes come out Thursday. That's maybe up Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, maybe Monday. But, you know, keep you on your toes. Follow us to make sure you are uh, up to date. And then we put them in a highlight so you don't miss any of them within those 24 hours. And then you can also send us a message. Let us know how you thought or felt while you voted the way you did. Any insight you might have. And then we we will read those aloud and discuss. And if you want an elevated experience for this podcast, you can watch us on Patreon or you can listen using it's also through Patreon, but also through Spotify. Sounds confusing, but once you subscribe, the link will be posted and you can just click away. And also I want to give a shout out to some of our patrons. I believe they've changed the name of it now. They don't call them patrons anymore. They call it audience. All right. We've got shout outs for Autumn. Autumn. Fatima. Fatima. And Macy. Macy. So thank you for joining. Thank you so much. Big fans of you. All right. So should we get into our first segment? I think that sounds like a rip roaring good time. Our first segment is called But Am I Wrong? And that's when we pick something from our own personal lives that we want to rant about, talk about, or we may be wrong in our about in our lives. Spoiler, we're never wrong unless we're trying to kill beetles outside. And survey said I was not wrong. And you can't fight with survey said. In my eyes. Okay, I'll let uh, Steve Harvey know. But in my eyes... I say you're wrong. And I feel like I have. I'm like the Supreme Court. I may be a little shady, yeah. but my word is final. <laughs> sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not good. All right, you're up. Oh, I have a hot take, which I don't know how hot of a take it is for me. But before we get into it, I just want you to all know that I am a huge proponent of two things in this world, divorce and double standards. <laughs> Okay. And we're diving into my double standards. I have a bold take, and that bold take is social media and becoming an influencer, that is not for straight cis men. It's not for you. First of all, you have war. You have owning property before anyone else. You have getting credit cards before anyone else. Uh, You have promotions. You have the corporate ladder. You have billionaires. You have oil, Russian oligarchs, you have serial killers, you have, you, you, you have, you have so much. Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us alone. Get out of here. Get out of here. And this was um, maybe not fully inspired, but solidified for me um, by Roger Cly. I don't know, Roger on TikTok. First of all, Roger Go home, Roger. Mm-hmm. This man is 
this man gets on TikTok Live and like sings Taylor Swift songs poorly. And all the comments are people like, oh my God, you are so... Shut the fuck up. That is a fully grown adult man. Stop talking about how adorable and cute he is. That like suddenly we have this thing that like when men come on in the internet and they're not Andrew Tate and they're like, oh my God, I would truly take a bullet for this guy. I'm like, you take a bullet for this guy because he's singing a Taylor Swift song? Like the bar is in hell. Like you're... Stop. And then we're like, we're like, oh my God, they're so amazing. Oh my God, I love them. Like one of the good ones, one of the good ones, one of the good ones. And then Roger gets all fucking creepy with like a 19, 18 year old, one of his followers who was like, he like asked them to collab and then like came to her hotel room and like is doing a live stream with her and is like touching her lower back and her legs. And then she's like, I'm not interested in you like that. And then he's going on his fucking TikTok and like losing his shit about like just going off on her. And it originally started because he was like, offering to give someone like a, he had like an extra Taylor Swift concert ticket or something. And he used that to like try and get with a young fan who then was like, oh, this is so not th- what I thought was going on. And it's like you, men at the end of the day are going to men. They're going to men. So like this whole, like you saw this cute older guy on TikTok and you're like, oh my God, he's so sweet. He's trying to fuck and he's found a new fucking way. I saw this and I didn't know where you were going with this, but I did see about him because a lot of people thought that he was just this sweet man. Uh-huh. But like you said, men are going to men. And then when she showed up with him, people were asking if that was his daughter. And he yeah. like, I was like, you don't even get the clue from that, you creep. Mm-mm. And it's just like, men are going to men. They're going to, do, they're going to try and infiltrate our spaces. <laughs> they're going to do this shit. And what we don't need to do is to be like, oh, let's hoist up the men who are doing it right and doing it well. These are anonymous people. You do not know these fucking people. You do not know them. You do not know them. Stranger danger. So like, stop giving them this like amazing plot. You're handing them a platform for them to disappoint you. Matt Rife. <laughs> like, it is truly... Th- stop. Like, just fucking stop. And there are so many people who like, yeah, make money online, do social media, do all of this kind of stuff. But like, I think about this... Like when Yahoo bought Tumblr, it was like someone is coming in to our safe space and they're about to rock our world. They're taking they're taking the sex gifts off here, taking the porn off here. They are G rating all of this. And the same thing, we're watching these men go, oh, we've made fun of, you know, we've made fun of we're watching these like cishet men look on here. We're making we've made fun of women and effeminate people of all identities who are making content on social media for first fun, then be monetary gain. And now that we see that we can make money off of it, how can we take this predominantly female, young female audience and make them into complete stands of us? Get out of here. No, 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 no. It's just stop. Just stop. And the pedestal that people put these guys on, it just icks me out, grosses me out. And we just end up here. And while I think they should just not be making accounts, we just need to stop supporting them and like just because like someone is like old and wrinkly does not mean they're like cute like your grandfather and like how old do you know your grandfather like you know what i mean like men are gonna men keep your guard up yeah i mean i talked about on see you next tuesday somebody's grandfather that was harassing me mm-hmm. Go just going to bat for these people and then like looking like a fucking fool when this shit happens and it's just like we all need to stop thinking that the solution to like all of this is like finding the good men to fix this without like and not doing it ourselves which is like a deeper conversation of this but like 
I just have, I have a big, I have a strong feeling that like, you know, if you want to support content creators and things like that, like support marginalized people, support women, like <laughs> don't support like some, like this, like fucking like corporate, like old man who is using his retirement hours, like chilling after like cashing in his 401k to sing Taylor Swift songs to pander to a young audience. Like it's not cute. It's creepy. And he's not even a good singer. I didn't watch any of his videos. I just saw. I can't remember the content creator's name. No. But she does the mess that we saw on TikTok. But I saw hers. She finds every day top three messy clips on TikTok that she reports on. Wow. Oh, Brittany Valletta. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's just... All right. Well, my turn. Wonderful. Mine is very unserious, but also serious. And I just want to say that my comments that I'm about to make are not disparaging against Charmin the brand. (laughs) I love you so much. You're my favorite. I have you. I have you on auto order. The red package is my favorite. What I have issue with and it really shakes me to my core is the fucking Charmin Bears. Why? If you don't know, the Charmin Bears are these cartoon spokes bears. And in every commercial, they're complaining about the cleanliness of their ass and wiping it. I've been binging something that I have to binge and it isn't available without commercials, which... Now, in the midst of the strike, I am like, bring back commercials anyway. I love a commercial break. And the commercials are in at least two or three of the commercial breaks every episode. And I do not need to hear them talking about Cha-Cha-Cha Charmin anymore. I'm over it. I do not need to hear about them cleaning their asses. I don't like how in the different... Like, I've noticed this now, and I'm sure everybody else has noticed, but they change colors depending on what commercial that they're in. So if they're talking about the one in the blue package, then they're blue bears. And if you're talking about the one in the red package, they're red bears. But sometimes they're brown. And I'm like, is that when y'all are just talking about shit? (laughs) Which gross. And then they're also, like, they're the same bears, but... There's a commercial where the red father bear and the blue father bear were racing to a porta potty. So, like, are they clones of each other? Because they have the names. <laughs> They're sister wives. <laughs> they like. I just don't like how they they have regular like meetings about the quality and texture and thickness of toilet paper, and they feel like they have to schedule family meetings for this. I also don't like why they're always dancing and rubbing their faces on the toilet paper and then wiggling it around. And then the camera is always zooming in on their butts. Sometimes they're 3D. Sometimes they're just flat drawings and their names. We've got Leonard. What the Molly. fuck? Leonard is the fa- father. Molly is the mother. And... Leonard and Molly, like those are two different different generations. Age generations. Big age so, gap. Do they have a huge age gap? And then the kids' names are Bill, Amy, and Dylan. And I was like, 
Bill, Bill is, is his father. name. Is his name William? No, his name is Bill, and they call him Billy as a nickname. And like, who's just named Bill? In this day and age, we have Liam, Will, and at that young age, maybe Willie. But like, who, what grown? What child's bear is named Bill? Maybe his first name is Billiam. <laughs> no, it's Bill. Like that's his name. It's Bill, and they call that's, him Billy. That's like crazy. Leonard. They sometimes call him Lenny, but like. Bill is just Bill or Billy. No. Oh, gosh. Also, in the universe, like when they went to the airport, the other bears are wearing clothes. So these bears are just walking around naked all the time. The episode when they went to the... um, Episode? They're basically episodes. (laughs) They're many episodes. That commercial where they went to the airport... The security guard was scanning Leonard's butt with the metal with the metal detector thing. And I'm like, what is in his butt that you need a metal detector for? I mean, apparently a lot because the toilet paper yes. is very important to him. Like he's stuffing what is shit metal in his butt. He's transporting things across country lines. Um cocaine bears. <laughs> And then also, like, we do know that one of the kids does wear draws because there's that one commercial where the mom and dad, Leonard and Molly, are, like, pointing at the draws sitting on the floor where they evidently think that there's skid marks around it. And they're like, you pick it up. No, you pick it up. And then one of the kids slides in and he picks it up and he goes, I'll get it. And then he's all like, because my hiney's clean. Like, why are you singing and shaking your butt after you've wiped your ass and your parents thought that there was shit in your underwear and you're singing about your hiney being clean? Ma'am, I have not seen a single one of these. And, like, this is crazy. Like, this, this is-, is genuinely, like, this is, someone needs to check in on, like, with love, are, like, are they, like, just really afraid of bidets? Like, this feels intense. So they, they don't, like I said, they don't wear clothes and they're so concerned about how clean their asses are. But they're walking around naked. As I said, they have furniture in their home. So is everybody carrying around a towel to sit on? I have a lot of questions. Then there are all these fan theories about the universe. <laughs> Where did you find <laughs> them? Guess. Reddit. Of course. One of them was that there was a worldwide outbreak of cholera and half their bear population died from diarrhea. So that's why they're obsessed with cleaning their asses all the time. And then there's another one where another theory where they believe that they're not actually bears, but they're furries. And no, I don't believe that one because that doesn't make sense for the other bears in universe to have on clothes. And I think I think once we get to fan theories, we've gone a little too far. In, and in conclusion, while I don't find the ads unbearable, <laughs> I think it's time for us as a society to rally together and convince the greatest toilet paper in the world that it's time to move on. Find your new Mr., Mrs., or Ms. Whipple. And I know that most of you don't get that reference. Because this advertisement happened before I was even born. But it was iconic. And I get the reference. And I need someone to bring back something more iconic than these dirty ass bears. Ass being the operative word. Thank you. Wow. I loved that. Uh, 
I think you should know that the only ads I receive are for, I don't know why I don't receive any toilet paper ones. I receive them for prep and then I receive ones for various medications only in Spanish, regardless of what I'm watching, regardless of what app, what platform. It is truly only medic, like pharmaceutical in Spanish and birth control and like mm-hmm. anything. But the Honda then, ones, do you get the Honda ones in Spanish? Because I get I those all Mark. the time. He pays more attention to me. They've got the the Honda days of caring or whatever they call Honda, mm-hmm. whatever, the, the um, South California, whatever they do. But I get those all in Spanish. Yeah. It, and then I get prep and that's like mm-hmm. it. Those are the only ones. I have to say, as someone who recently was victim to single ply toilet paper from my one true love, which made me start questioning everything. And I was like, I can't complain. He does the grocery shopping. He's going out and doing this. Like, I'm not going to say anything. He bought Sprouts, generic, single ply, rough that toilet paper. sounds like sandpaper. And I have that. IBS. I'm shitting like seven times a day. Like, that's a lot of ch- chafing. That's a lot of abrasive on my anus. And after a couple days, he was like, man, this toilet paper fucking sucks. And I was like, I'm so glad you said something. Yeah, so, because you use it twice as much as he does. Literally. Front and back. So, and, yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting raw and not not in a pleasurable way. Mm-hmm. I'm getting raw, no dog. And to that, like, Charmin, wonderful product. Yes. And maybe what they need to do is start investing on, like, giving people single ply toilet paper and like how much it fucks up their life and then like coming in to save the day. I like that idea because like I truly am a Charmin stan. And so I love you, but like these commercials have got to go. See, I don't even know how much I agree with that though because everything you said was very funny. I I love a hee hee ha ha in my marketing. Here we are. I'm going to, sh- I think you would actually like the Heine one and the bears, the little... I think it might be Bill, one of them, is dancing with his ass out, talking about my honey's clean. Faye, just do you think he's going to hold on, grab the wall, wiggle like he's trying to make his (laughs) ass fall off? Yes, that's actually how he is moving. You know what they need? They need to do a collaboration with one of those weird as fuck, very literal rapping lyricists. They need to do mm-hmm. one of those where it's like, this is not sexy, but this does. Like, if you told me wiggle like you're trying to make your ass fall off and you said you told me that if you don't get Charmin, that's what you're going to have to do when you're in the bathroom. I go, take my dollars. I'm spending my money on Charmin. If you say, do you want to fuck the guy who sang that song? No. But like, if we're trying to sell toilet paper, I do actually think that message works. Mm-hmm. What we need is a collab. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that song? Slow down. I don't know. Grab the wall. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we get back, we'll get into But Are You Wrong? (laughs) 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which 
that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices but also curated so it's like amazing cool wonderful great this is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again and one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program the cheaper the books get book of the month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors one of the amazing things about book of the month is that every aspect of book of the month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers first of all the books come in a bright blue box which is very pretty me and megan were just talking about them there's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back from our break and it's time for But Are You Wrong? And that's when y'all write in and share the predicaments that are going on in your life. If you want to submit uh, for But Are You Wrong, you can send us an email, 300 words or less, to buttamywrongpot at gmail.com and explain the situation that you would like to get our verdict on if you are the hero or the villain. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Today, my dad came home from work and told us that one of the recent bachelorettes came out as having a girlfriend. My mom's immediate reaction was to question whether she went on the show with ill intentions and only for fame. This made me immediately upset since she has never, she has never previously questioned her or other bachelor bachelorette's intentions. So it was weird that she all of a sudden started talking about this when someone came out as gay. I then said that the bachelorette would, could be bi, which explained that why she was in fact interested in finding 
love with men on the show, or she simply didn't know she was only attracted to women until now, which is what she did actually say when she went on The View. My mom didn't seem content with those explanations and said she thinks most people, quote unquote, just know that they're gay. So she probably knew she wasn't actually interested in men there. I tried explaining compulsive heterosexuality to her, but that didn't get far with her. Eventually, the conversation steered towards my bisexuality and how they're uncomfortable with that idea since I told them about it while in a long-term relationship with a man. This then led to an an even bigger blow up and them being upset for me making this conversation about anything other than people in general going on The Bachelorette for fame. Am I wrong for creating a bigger conversation about this? It just seemed odd to me that my mom's first reaction would be questioning the bachelorette's intentions instead of being happy for her coming out. They say they are supportive of the LGBTQ plus community, but when actually confronted with things regarding it, they seem to really contradict themselves and are especially biphobic. I'm 22. She, her pronouns. Grr. You're not wrong at all. No. Your parents are bigots. I would question, like, I'm, I'm a little curious about, like, do you watch the show with them because like the show is like very heteronormative and is this something that like you enjoy watching is this something that they watch like with you or like are your parents like into reality tv because like do they talk about this like other reality television show contestants like do they talk about them like they're not people because i think that that can't (laughs) Her, your mom getting upset with you making this like a larger conversation. Like these are real people. Like it's always going to be a larger conversation, like regardless of what the topic is, because, you know, some of the things you might be saying will ring true for other people who are involved or like real life circumstances and things like that. So I think that's like a very weak argument on your mom's part. And like I think, yeah, I think the whole thing is very biphobic. There's like a lot of hatred that women have towards like other women and i mean this is about gabby windy from i didn't watch her season of it but i watched her on the view and like i've seen clips of her and like she's she's great she's wonderful she's funny but there's this like notion and idea that the ultimate goal for women and like the ultimate success is getting a man and like getting married and like having kids and having the prince charming and then if people do not do it exactly how they want on reality TV, when people watch it, they get upset because they feel like they didn't, they they were robbed. They they should have gotten that chance. Someone else more deserving should have gotten this chance that you're supposed to be these like demure, humble damsels in distress. And like, you've been given this opportunity and like that you have to conduct it in exactly like the right way, which I think is fucking uh, hilarious because if you want to talk about true intentions, pure, true love, like, turn off the fucking television. Like, you cannot hold things that are supposed to be entertainment to the standard and expectation of, like, how you want people to conduct themselves in the real world. Get out of my head. I was going to say that almost identical. (laughs) Starting from when you said the entertainment. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's absolutely crazy. And, like, the way you talk about real people, plot twist, the real people in your life who relate to the shit you're talking about, other people... They will be offended by that. And they have every right to be just the same way. Like, I don't know. Is your like, is your mom like a woman over 50? And you see a woman over 50 on TV and being like, oh my God, women over 50. She's just, she's just chasing her youth. Like, she's just like desperate. Like just, and you go off on that and you're like, and she's like, that really hurts me. And you're like, it's not about you. I'm talking about her. And it's like, mm-hmm. we share that exact same thing. Like there is no difference between that. So I would say start doing that. Yeah, you know, I would too. point things out and be like, I wasn't talking to you. That's just me being an instigator. Mm -hmm. But your parents aren't thinking of like 
Megan said, real people, as in it seems like they're making allowances to you because they love you, but not to other people that they don't know. Which, why? Because that's their actual feelings. And I wonder how much those allowances are, or for them, they're cool with you being bi as long as you end up with a man. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like, I also just find it really fucking funny when like (laughs) people who are straight i'm straight come at something like as like a complete this is a matter of fact thing like no no gay people just know and it's like oh i didn't i'm so i'm so sorry mom i had no idea that you were gay like when so you've just always known it's like well no no, i just know that gay people know and it's like well how do you only gay people know that they so thank you for coming out does dad know like should we talk about that like it's truly like (laughs) man what like if you want to talk shit Talk shit. Watch TV shows with bad fucking people. Like, that's fine. Gossiping and wanting to talk shit is a very healthy, normal fucking thing. So find people who are worthy to be talked shit about. There are lots of fucking bad people in the world. But being by dating a woman, being a woman is not, that is not grounds for talking shit. Tell her to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Ethical shit talking. Mm-hmm. Gabby's also going on. Bethany Frank, Frankel, her podcast. People were like, oh, no, girl. They're like, she doesn't know. Girl, get out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if it wasn't for TikTok, I would still be pro Bethany. I was yeah. very much on Bethany's side until TikTok came along. And then I'm like, oh, this is a horrible bitch. <laughs> this, this is a just horrible, really bad. miserable bitch. Yeah. This is, this is, this is a woman who is unhappy. I should have listened to Amoroso a long time ago. All right, next one. Your turn, right? Yep, my turn. Hey, queens. I am the only employee in a boutique in a small town and work alone. My desk is tucked away in a corner and I do a lot of work there and hang out while people shop and look around. I sell furniture as the princess of the furniture throne. I appreciate you. I sell furniture and people love to walk through the store just to look, get design inspiration, or to kill time. Less than half the people who come through actually buy. But I have conversations with customers closer to two-thirds of the time. I think a lot of people come in the store and worry that I will be a pushy salesperson. I actively try not to be that. I just want to seem approachable. The store has gotten a couple good reviews because of me and the way I treat people. As people leave the store, I try to thank them for coming in or wish them a good day. I think it's a nice thing to do regardless of whether or not we've spoken to each other. I've noticed a lot of people really don't bother to respond to this and it really bugs me. I think it's being rude. I've been in customer service since I was 13 and I've always thought it's nice to thank people, even just for foot traffic through a small business. I make an effort to thank every store clerk in the shops I visit. It's important to show support to small businesses in any way possible. I'm not including people with social anxiety or who are neurodivergent and try to remind myself that may be the case every time I'm ignored. But am I wrong for being annoyed at being ignored? Do I just have a superiority complex? Joking, kind of. Would love to hear your insight. I do think it's rude. When people don't speak or acknowledge as someone who worked in customer service for years, 
when I say for years, as someone who worked in customer service for like two months, quit a job, <laughs> then go to another type job, work a couple months, quit. But I was always on my A game and always speaking to people. And I think a small nod is fine. But I'm I'm wondering, since you said you are working at your desk a lot of the time, if maybe you don't seem as approachable as you think you might be seeing, if you're not like up near the entrance or exit or something in the store. And so they may think you're busy and they hear you, but it's not processing until they've like left. Because I could understand that. I think maybe like if people are in the store, then you just kind of stand and acknowledge and you can stand away from them, but just stand mm-hmm. alert so that they know that like if they need something, you're there. And then, you know, go back to your desk when somebody's not in. And I just I just don't think a lot of people realize they're doing it. I will say there are rude people in the world. Oh, yeah. But I think for the most part, when you're doing customer service, most people have just like common courtesy. Yeah, I I think like it's hard if you're not in people's eye line, like to know, like you said, like you just don't you don't know if they're going to be on the phone or they're typing an email. And so like when you are not so engaged and like, which I'm going to say, like, I prefer salespeople who are like, like, like they're not like down your throat, especially when it's like someplace like furniture. Like I'm like, I'm not, mm-hmm. no one's buying this here today right now. Like you're just looking around, like I prefer that kind of interaction, but it's hard if you don't like establish it at the beginning of being like, Hey, like, welcome. Like, let me know if you need anything. Like, I'll just be sitting right here. Like, feel free to look around, like if you have any questions, like something like that where it establishes it. Otherwise, if I walk in and like I see, like I don't even know necessarily where you're, where you are at, you know, I could think you could be on a work call and I'm like, oh, I don't want to like interrupt. I don't want to like be too loud. Like all of that kind of stuff, like that's difficult. So I think I would account for 50% of the people not responding to being like a social anxiety or like awkward kind of thing. Like I think it's more people than you, than you think. Because it, it's about like reading the room and also you have to think like, depending on where you're seated, how someone's vision is, if like they know mm-hmm. that you're right there or where you are or anything like that. And I fully agree with what you said, where it's depending on when you say like, have a nice day. There are times where people and it doesn't I don't even hear it, it until compute. the door is shut. And then I'm like, yes, I open oh. the door again. I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm yeah. like, oh, like it yeah. has to be enough for it to register in that sense. But yeah, I think you like. Rude and ill-intentioned people, like, that is what I always think I like to operate on the sense that, like, I'm I'm never going to assume that that's what someone's doing. Like, mm-hmm. unless it's, like, blatantly obvious or I can, like, really sense it and feel it. But a lot of the time, like, I know that I can be, like, misconstrued. Like, the words that I can say, like, I can come across in a way that, like, is not how I intended or whatever it is. So most of the time, like, I just assume people have good intentions or are having bad days or are on the phone or aren't like, you know, doing that. And like, I have to do that because, you know, when a a social situation doesn't go your way, that helps me feel better. But then if I don't perform in a social situation how I wanted to, then that also makes me feel better that I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, this is maybe it wasn't me. Like, maybe it was something like that. So Mm -hmm. and also, like, how much are we usually like on autopilot when we're kind of in these situations mm-hmm. where you're like somebody gives you something and you're like and they say thank you enjoy your meal and you say you too and that's not uh-huh. actually what you meant or but like and then it's, yeah and then things are just like awkward and you don't know how yeah. to fix it I would say the majority of people aren't being rude 
Yeah. I also think a lot of the time when people want to be rude, they want you to know that they're being rude because like they're taking their bad day out on you and a miscommunication and something that's kind of like, was that rude? Was that not rude? If someone wants to ruin your day, like they're going to go out of their way to like make sure you know that they're going to ruin your fucking day. And so in this kind of a thing, like there is not really a, a solution because like I also like I don't think you should have to like be a pushy salesperson that you like don't even want to be without even like trying to sell things, but like trying to like foster more of those conversations and relationships. Like I, 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 it's, it's hard. And so like, I think recognizing that it's, if it's about you, they will make it abundantly clear (laughs) that it's about you. Like there is some bad, bad fucking customers, like like how they treat any, everyone. Like it's just, it's there that exists And I think while knowing that that will happen, however often it does, having the things that feel like in a gray area, if you can just do your best, like paint them in like a positive light so it doesn't feel like it's chipping away at you. But also like, you know, maybe there's something like you change up where your desk is located in the store or you like put on some music that you really like or like when they walk in and you're like, let me know if you need anything like. I, this is like, I'm, if you're like listening to music, like I'm in a big, I don't know, Sabrina Carpenter phase, but like, if you want to throw something else on, like, let me know, like, you know, like something like that, that's disarming and not in a salesy kind of way, because I am very much like an extrovert and I like, like people in the right situations. So if that's something that like, you need to get through your day to like have interactions with like, you know, not just be like by yourself, quiet, doing nothing then I think finding a way to do that that's like positive for you, even if other people's responses aren't necessarily like totally on your vibe. You know? Yeah. All right. Time to take a break. Woohoo! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. broken we've repaired we are back and now it's time for but are they wrong spoiler they are and so this is uh but are they wrong and that's when we pick somebody in the world who has been the wrong of the week rachel of the week absolute quote as megan like to say hasn't said it in a while but thought i'd bring it back I love and then we pitch and serve it up in a timely manner and speaking of you like that? Bitch, I loved that. Okay, <laughs> precursor, you're only thing one, everyone, because Melissa and I did not coordinate. We both picked the same one. But great. Now we get to talk about it at nauseum. Mm-hmm. I doubled up on mine, though. Okay. I picked two. Involved in the same thing. Well, we're looking to not. I'm going to nominate Laura Sigmund. And I'm, along with that, going to nominate Marihana Veljovic, who's the umpire. Good. Fair. I'm sure I got that wrong, but she got a lot of things wrong. So same boat. She'll she'll understand. (laughs) So the U.S. Open is currently happening. And I just I got to say, there are times when I become patriotic and it's not for every sport by all means. But when you give me women's tennis, Mm -hmm. I am I am I'm draping that flag across my shoulders and I am running like I am calling 
Shikari Richardson. I am booking it. I am fucking here. I am proud of my country. God bless America. The land I call my home. And this woman is a walking meme. They're in their um, tennis match. And so I like got into the whole deep dive of this because I first saw the video of her serve, which I was like, TikTok, play it to X speed so I can watch it at normal speed. (laughs) Ma'am, no, that was the regular speed. It was insulting and infuriating. And Coco Goff, you are stronger than me. When I tell you, I would have served that straight to the dome. Like I would have (laughs) right between the eyes. Like she made me want to strangle her. Like there's nothing more infuriating to me than watching someone purposely be slow to irritate you. She is moving through everyone watch the video she is moving through the air like slow motion she jumped in slow motion i don't know how she did that focus on your training so then you don't have to sit while you're while you're waiting and you can stand up and follow all the rules and stop spending all that time learning how to jump in slow motion i truly don't understand this woman because i'm like what game are you playing am i what And what? But it didn't work. Like, when you play mind games, you have to play to win. And she was not doing mental or physical warfare. Mentally or physically, she was not playing to win. So, like, what what game were you in? What match were you in? And so, Coco was getting so frustrated with this woman. And she was taking so many... So much time. And just so that y'all know, this is kind of like a, a fairly new rule that players have 25 seconds to start, initiate their serve or play. And the amount of time increased from 20 to 25. And now there's a clock so everyone can see. And so she was letting the clock run out so many times. And then Barihana was just letting it go. And Coco was getting frustrated where it was like, six times where it went over and, and Mary Hanna only called it one time. Mm-hmm. Then when Coco's serving, Laura is like, oh my God, I wasn't ready. And it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Because the rule is you play by the server's time, like yes. their speed, their pace of play. If they're a faster player, then you play faster when it's their serve. You're a slower player. They play to your pace slower when it's your serve. Yes, but you have to do it within that. 25 yeah. seconds and you and it's not at the end it's not like you have 25 seconds then hit it it's like no, no you have to serve and complete your serve within 25 seconds mm-hmm. not wait till 27 seconds and then start your serve which is again in slow motion and so coco got like frustrated and went up to the umpire mariana and was like telling her to she was calling her out or calling her in about the lack of penalties that laura was getting And Coco said, she's never ready when I'm serving. She went over the clock like four times and you gave her a time violation once. How is that fair? Then then there was also a time where Laura was just sitting in her chair. Laura's doing a lot of sitting. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to sit down. And Coco had to tell the umpire again, like, tell that broad to stand up. And the crowd is completely on Coco's side. Imagine, God bless America. Imagine being called out in front of Michelle Obama. Like, how embarrassing. How embarrassing. I would fake diarrhea. I would pick, I have to go home. (laughs) You've won. I think you should have been playing faster then. 
Yeah. If you have diarrhea, you should have been playing faster to get home. Someone was like driving, like kind of like like tailgating a little recklessly yesterday, and Mods was like getting an no, not yesterday, a couple days ago, and Mods was getting annoyed, and I go, "That man has diarrhea," and he goes, "What do you mean?" And I go, "I can just tell by the way he's driving." And he like cut Mods off and kept driving. Mods goes, "He definitely has diarrhea." I was like, "Yeah, he has to get home. Let him get home." But yeah, this was just like baffling to me, and also like when they called when she was like, "You can't," she can't be sitting down. Like Laura, like jumped up, like, "Oh, we're talking about me, my bad." I'm like, "Ma'am, you." been around the block like you've done this before like she's why are you like playing 15 years older than yes. coco she's like she literally is giving this whole performance like being like all oh, these youngins in the game and then keeps just like accusing coco of playing fast like oh she's too fast of a player and it's like uh, no you you are an incredibly slow player and you are stalling like she's literally like leaning into the ageism thing being like i am a frail fragile old lady i could not be going any faster this these young sprightly things and it's like oh my god ma'am you're a professional I, tennis player like shut the fuck up i play faster and i can't breathe and i'm older than her yeah, that's what i'm like i'm just like ma'am you're no you can't play this whole like i'm older and like like you're a professional you're in the u.s open like and tennis is a game of stamina you can't sit no this is why i don't play tennis professional i mean recreationally or prof- i i like sitting huh. and then and then the press conference so after the match, Laura went and had her questioning like everybody does. After she lost, I should also clarify, she lost the match. She goes and has her little interview and she's sitting there crying the biggest crocodile tears that I've ever seen, saying, they treated me like I was a bad person. Would I enjoy it more if I played a great shot and people scream and gave me the respect you deserve for your performance in that moment? Yes, you would enjoy it more. I'm 35. What do I play tennis for? I made good money. I'm not probably going to reach my best rankings anymore. I play out there for the people, for the effort. What? Helen Mirren will play this woman. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck? And she kept like, ma'am, yes, performance. It was a performance. I watched. We watched you perform. And I'm watching you perform right now with your fake ass fucking tears. And like literally being like, why don't people like me? Maybe Uh because you're being a shit. Like you can be a a bad, first of all, you have to be a villain. You are a good player. You wouldn't have made it this far if you weren't good. But like, you can still perform and be entertaining without trying to manipulate the situation. Yeah, play fair. And if you want to be, a, yes. like, if you can do whatever you want to do. You can do your fucking tactics and all that. First of all, if you're going to do your tactics, win, do them better. Mm-hmm. But also like play fair. You can play dirty and still play fair. You're not towing the line and you're not even doing a good job. And that's the part that's most disrespectful to me. I'm like, if you're going to like cheat or whatever, at least do, do me the respect of like being very good at it. And hiding it and like not playing dumb. Like play yeah. the mind game fucking well then. Yeah. And this is what really got me. I think this is the first time I'm crying in a press conference. I thought as a tennis player, you are a performer. You owe the people. You owe the kids that watch. You owe the people that buy tickets for a lot of money. At the end of the day, I go home and I look at myself and I can say I did a great job. But did I get anything from the people for that? I didn't. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is going to absolutely crush this performance. You are a performer. 
you literally are a performer, you might be in the wrong profession. Without a doubt. Because these are these are some Shondaland type monologues. <laughs> might I suggest an Olivia Pope spinoff? <laughs> and we'll call it the bitch baby, because that's exactly what she is. Bitch baby. I love it. And I think it's wonderful and amazing. And when I tell you when I had to look up how old this woman was, I'm like, why are you talking like you have two good years of your life left before yes. you disintegrate into dust? Yes. She's like, I'm in my golden years. I'm like, ma'am, you're literally, what the fuck are you talking about? And like of all of the sports too, like you're not a gymnast. Like the age bracket for successful tennis players, like it is a very wide range, like, very young, very successful tennis players. But like, you don't age out at 20. Like, that's like no. not a thing. There's longevity in this sport, man. Why are you talking to there's, us? Like, this is our first day on earth. There's a reason why, like, you don't see like 60 year olds out hooping. No. Every week. But you do see 60 year olds out playing tennis every fucking day. Like, this isn't something where you're just like, the greatest tennis player in the world is fucking 43 years old. Yeah. I'm like, ma'am. I don't, can't even imagine how Coco felt because, like, I feel she insulted my intelligence as a passive viewer of of tennis. Like, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And did you see that video of her leaving the in the in the whole in the hallway quarter? Yes, I want to know what, what did the she fuck say? she said. What did she say? That woman knows uh, somebody she, needs to somebody with her. some money needs to pay that woman, and we need to get the story. I don't think you need to pay her. I think she would be happy to share. Happy I don't to know. share. I think off I, the record. I, I think she wants her job, but I think... But if you pay her enough, she doesn't have to work ever again. Oh, yeah, no, she'll do a, pre- she'll, she'll do a press conference if you give her yeah. money. Serena's husband, just he has say. enough money to, <laughs> to pay. Let's get Olympia's dad up in here. Olympia's yeah. dad, pay that woman. Pay that good woman <laughs> some money and find out what she said. Someone put... Someone... All, you don't even need to pay that woman. Just get the security footage. Turn the volume up. All I need to hear. <laughs> Zoom in. Something. High res. Get those lip readers on there. Tell me what you yeah. said. Yeah, that one gal on TikTok that's always doing the uh-huh. lip reading. She probably has already cracked the code. I need to look it up. I'm, I do need to look it up too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. I saw someone commented saying she probably said that she won the match. And I go, no. Mm-mm. She said that's not what she said. She said something. Yep. It's probably in German though. So, but the N word is still the same in German. But we need to get some what, a German lip reader on it. So, because there were two people and one of them turned like crazy fast and to me i was like accent accent i'm like or is this a you know because if it's like a delayed couple second response of someone saying it's same word but like with an accent you'd be like did you what but mm-hmm. that might be i don't know maybe that woman's also german maybe that woman is married to someone who's german maybe that woman has eastern european ancestry has family members who have similar accents and she knew immediately she clocked it so fucking fast yeah. and that response to that that woman doesn't like she wasn't trying to appease anyone in that moment. Like that was a true, no. honest reaction. So I go, so what else do we not hear? Uh-huh. How did we get she to probably the, like, didn't even expect there to be a camera right there? Yeah. Cause it was backstage essentially. So well, well, well. She's like, I'm going through this door. Nobody'll see me. Camera. <laughs> it was like just like so embarrassing to watch. Uh-huh. If you're gonna be a bitch. I think everybody has has the right to be a bitch. Like, if you want to be a bitch, like, you are born on this earth. You don't have to have anything happen to you to make you jaded and be a bitch. Like, you're allowed to be a bitch for no reason or whatever you want. But, like, you cannot be a bitch and then be shocked when someone says, hey, you're being a bitch. Like, yeah, 
own it. That's fine. Like some of the best athletes are fucking villains and awful people. Like Mm -hmm. that's fine. That's truly fine. So, so then do it, but like, don't act like you are in a retirement home. You've been given 48 hours to go play the U S (laughs) open and you are on your active deathbed and you are the oldest person in the entire world. And Guinness book of world records is there to crown you as the oldest person who's ever lived in ever lived in the entire world who also happens to play tennis. Like, Maybe she's trying to get like an Olay anti-aging like sponsorship. You still have to be positive to do that. Yeah. What sponsor do you think she's going to try and get? Like Monster Energy Drink. Prager You, White Woman Tears, Ode Parfum. Mm-hmm. It's something in Germany. I don't know. Germans, let us know. You know who could also play her? Do you know her? Who's that? Lauren Weedman. She's in like a bunch of things. She played my mom in my movie. I like how you're picking people that are like significantly older than her, like because her mom and grandmother. Because because <laughs> that's the humor of it. Is convinced that she's, she's an old senile. Lady. <laughs> like I'm waiting for her to get up there with a lawyer and say, "I'm so sorry, my contestant this was is elder to, abuse. This is elder abuse." <laughs> like, Melissa, I'm not kidding. This woman literally. Is like banking on like the well, Americans are really worried about anti aging. So, like, I'm just going to tell them that like I'm old and they'll feel bad for me. And I'm like, and you know, she's German and white. So maybe she's like really confused. She like doesn't understand as much how people age. And so she looks at everyone else and she looks at Serena Williams. She goes, that's an 18 year old. And it's like, no, ma'am, we age differently. Like, we do age. You're no, shut the fuck up. What a performance. You know what? Maybe Laura needs to end a pickleball. Maybe that's her calling. That's her that's her speed. Well, that's she's in the second age bracket. Sixteen mm-hmm. above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many, like it's truly crazy. Like I'm waiting for her to pull like like a Harvey Weinstein and like show up with like the like a walker. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like people have Google. <laughs> but yeah, I also love when someone asks like Coco. Nothing was easy about that match. And then say, what was just describe what it was like to play it. And Coco just said, slow. Slow. Yep. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Love to see Coco succeed. All the Cocos in our lives. I was going to say, I love a Coco. All right. Don't forget to listen to Fisting Friday tomorrow. And then our whole slate of shows that starts over on Monday with Don't Blame Me. And then see you next Tuesday. And then we'll meet you right back here on Thursday for But Am I Wrong? There's there's lore. You got to catch up on everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll circle back. Goodbye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.